Hi everyone, I'm Tim Stutt, Australian lead for Herbert Smith Freehills ESG team, coming to you from moderately sunny Sydney. My 2021 prediction for the consumer sector in Asia Pacific is that this year will be a step change in the way businesses think about compliance, risk and reputation. Looking back over the past few years, it's clear that a lot of the ESG controversies we've seen in the market have been issues where companies have misjudged community expectations. Not necessarily breaches of law or issues of compliance, but actually failures to consider and manage broader reputational impacts and risks. In 2021, I expect we're going to see more companies revisit their governance and risk management systems to try and bridge this gap. Most companies' approach to risk management has really evolved out of financial risk controls. It's internal, it's compliance focused, and it emphasizes black letter requirements. But 2020 was a clear reminder that approach just doesn't fly anymore. Whether we're talking about Indigenous heritage, sexual harassment, supply chain practices or executive remuneration, we've seen broad external community or employee risks have real impacts on businesses. People expect more of business on ESG issues and companies which treat them as compliance may be caught short. For the consumer sector in particular, the Modern Slavery Act in Australia has been a notable reminder that companies have impacts extending well beyond the four borders of their legal structure. Companies have influence and reputational exposure up and down their entire value chain. And that's actually a big difference from the way most companies' governance, risk and control systems are actually set up. It's also not limited to only the most severe human rights issues. The Fair Work Ombudsman has, for a number of years, shown an increased willingness to look beyond legal structure, seeking enforceable undertakings and enforcement action based on what companies knew and what they did to manage underpayment risks, including in the retail sector. Looking at global trends, this is also an area where we expect accelerating change. Notably, the EU has committed to introducing a due diligence law this year. While it's described as the EU human rights due diligence law, it actually has two very significant misnomers. The first is that it will apply to EU companies, but also non-EU companies operating in the EU, and it, it captures their whole value chain. So actually, it has the ability to have an influence well beyond the borders of the EU. Secondly, and very significantly, it will impose an obligation on companies to do due diligence on environmental and governance impacts, not just social or human rights issues. What the law looks like is this. There's a requirement to identify and assess ESG risks in the business and its value chain. There's disclosure on whether the business might contribute to or cause ESG risks. Businesses will need a published diligence strategy on how they understand, prioritise and mitigate these ESG risks. And it has to be developed following consultation with stakeholders as well. There also needs to be alignment of contractual clauses, codes and policies with the diligence strategy. And finally, there needs to be grievance mechanisms so people can raise issues. Each EU country will also be required to introduce penalties for non-compliance, which are, in the words of the Commission, effective, proportionate and dissuasive. In the same way we saw GDPR ripple around the world and set the standard on privacy and data protection, there's a very real prospect ESG due diligence may similarly gain traction globally.
while these trends will apply broadly across the market, actually the consumer sector might find itself more exposed than many other types of businesses. Given the importance of brand and reputation in the sector, the impacts on consumer businesses can be outsized. Simply put, consumer businesses will typically be more exposed to community sentiment. But it's not all bad news. In the same way companies which misjudge how their external impact may be subject to reputational risks, actually companies that respond well to these issues can benefit from it too. Looking at many of the supermarket retailers and their response to the difficult circumstances of COVID-19, it's clear that brands can be strengthened and extended as well. On that note, thanks for watching and stay tuned for our next APAC Consumer Prediction dropping next week. Thanks.